Hey, how's it going? Welcome back to It's Confidential. This is the first actual episode with a topic on the podcast, and today I'm going to be talking about different types of fad diets and diet trends, and I'm also going to be touching on how I lost 200 pounds and my different my experiences with different diets. So, um, I guess let's dive right in with a little background on myself. Um, I spent pretty much my entire life, most of my life, as the fat kid. I was a born 12-pound baby. Um, I was always the biggest kid in school, and I was and still kind of am addicted to food, um, which makes weight loss pretty tough when you are a 410-pound 20-year-old. I can't say exactly where my obsession, addiction with whatever food... um, and cooking started, but I can say that I come from both Middle Eastern and European heritage, and food is a big part of our culture. Culture, <laughs> um, and I was also obsessed with the Food Network when I was a kid. Uh, I feel like I was probably the only six-year-old that would stay up late and wake up early just to watch uh, Rachel Ray's TV show, Thirty Minute Meals. <laughs> but moving on, um, the first diet that I have ever tried was the Atkins diet. I was probably 10 years old, and I remember hearing my dad's friend talk about it. So I was just decided to do it. Um, I was a 10-year-old chubby kid, and I was like, oh, we're going to do a diet. Um, so if you don't know what Atkins is, it's essentially a low-carb diet that was developed by a cardiologist named Robert Atkins. And the goal, from my understanding, is just to eat a lot of protein, avoid carbs as much as possible. And um, I guess there's been actually quite a few studies that um, have shown that it it does work for weight loss and it also helps to um, regulate blood sugar levels. Um, So the diet is broken down into four phases. Number one is like the intro. It's where you kind of kickstart your weight loss. And pretty much you want to like eat under 20 grams of carbs um, per day and um, emphasize the the protein, like I said. And then when you move on to phase two, it's called um, the balancing phase. Uh, you can slowly kind of add some more low-carb veggies and some fruit into your diet. Um, but again, kind of keeping it a little bit on the low side in terms of the amount of carbohydrates you're consuming in a day. Uh, then phase three is called fine-tuning, and that's probably where you're going to spend most of your time, um, kind of eating this in a similar fashion as phase two and getting ready to go into the last phase, um, which is kind of where you're getting close to your goal. Um, And that's like the maintenance phase. Um, So pretty much you want to add as many carbs as you can add back into your diet without gaining weight, which may not make a lot of sense to some, I don't know, it, it makes sense and it doesn't. Like from my research that I've done and readings that I've done, like our bodies are genetically made to in a time of like a caloric deficit meaning like you're not eating as much food going back to our hunter-gatherer days um they didn't know when their next meal was going to be so their bodies and our bodies are programmed to hold on to fat because it doesn't know if it's going to get another meal anytime soon Um, again through evolution and all that kind of stuff that's just kind of how our bodies are programmed Um, So I think that weight gain after the Atkins diet, when you're, I guess, maintaining or whatever you want to call it, adding more carbs into your diet, um, I think that weight gain is inevitable just because 
like if you're restricting yourself for X amount of weeks, months, whatever you want, um, and then you start eating all this stuff again, I mean, I guess the goal is not to go back to your old eating habits, but it's tends to kind of happen a lot with any kind of fad diet. Um, you are bound to gain weight because your body's going to be like, oh, like I haven't had this in so long. Like I'm going to hold on to it because who knows, maybe I won't have this again for another couple weeks or months or who knows what. Um, and I, I don't know, like I can't really attest to how well the Atkins diet works because I was a 10 year old and I probably lasted all of one week on it. And again, I, I mean, I'm not an expert. I'm not a nutritionist. I don't I didn't study this stuff in school, so I'm not an expert by any means. I'm just kind of sharing my experiences and uh, just talking about what I believe to be true through these diets. Anyways, um, I want to move on to another diet, which, I mean, everyone's heard of. It's the keto diet, the ketogenic diet, which I kind of think of as the new wave Atkins diet because it's similar in the way that you're not eating carbs. Um, but this, I think the goal here is to eat like under 20 grams of carbs, or I think there's different kind of windows and different um, ratios that you can do it to suit your body, which is nice. I think I like the idea of having a little bit of a customization geared towards your body, maybe your gender, um, how much weight you currently weigh, um, and your activity uh, levels and stuff like that. Um, but the goal with keto is to, like I said, avoid carbs at all cost, under 20 grams-ish, maybe under 30 but you want to eat a whole bunch of fat and healthy fat. That's like the, that is what is recommended by the professionals and all that. Um, so actually fun fact about the keto diet. Um, I mean, this is just what I heard. I don't know if this is true, but I guess it was developed by doctors for people who have epilepsy because it helped to reduce the severity and frequency of seizures and kind of maintain a good quality kind of brain function and that kind of stuff, which makes sense because there's a lot of people who who claim that it helps with their cognitive, cognitive function, like with memory and energy, like your mental energy and kind of focusing and that kind of stuff. So that's interesting. Um... I've actually tried the keto diet um, a couple times, several times, really. Um, my Actually, my family doctor kind of wants me on a ketogenic style diet because through losing weight, I lost about 198, 200 pounds. I developed hypoglycemia. Glycemia, I don't really know how to say it, to be honest, but pretty much I get low blood sugar when I'm not eating things properly. And we'll get into my like exact weight loss uh journey and how that happened later but um it actually does really help me regulate my blood sugar it's just kind of kind of hard to stick to um but anyways it is all the craze right now the keto diet um some people love it some people are completely against it i am indifferent because i do see how it can benefit people and i can understand how people can be kind of you know, kind of ear on the side of caution because I don't know, there's something about eating a lot of fat that's scary to some people. And I think that has to do with, you know, things that have been told to us our whole lives. I mean, I feel like I think we all for the longest time were under the impression that like low fat, like no fat, you know, fat's bad. Um, but it did help me with a little bit of weight loss. Um, it did regulate my blood sugar, and I didn't really notice a big shift in my cognitive cognitive function, but 
I never really stuck to it hardcore for more than like a month at a time. So I don't know. I don't know if, if that I might have to do some kind of playing around and testing to see if that actually is something that works for me. Uh, it'd be cool. I think I might get back on it soon because like I said, my doctor wants me on it and it did, it did help a lot with my blood sugar. Um, anyways, diets are hard to stick to. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's just, there's always a holiday. There's always a birthday, the weekend, a potluck at school or work or any freaking Tuesday. <laughs> um, yeah, but, um, I want to move on to another diet or style of eating. Some of these are more so styles of eating. Uh, some people like to kind of call it that rather than a diet because there's a connection you can make with the negative connotation of calling something a diet and that kind of stuff. But anyways, veganism, plant-based, whatever you want to call it. Um, I was vegan. I was, I went vegan for probably six months, five to six months. And it was about a year and a half, two years ago. Um, I was working at a vegan cafe. I was feeling inspired. Um, I thought at the time that it was like the healthiest thing ever and everyone should be doing it and meat was so bad for you and all this crap, um, which I'm not an expert, like I said, so I'm not really going to get into that kind of stuff too much. It's not really my place, but I will say that some people really thrive on a plant-based diet and some people do not. I, ah, for me, it worked until it didn't. Um, I, like I said, was on it for about five to six months. I, um, I think I lost about 20 to 30 pounds while on a vegan diet, um, following that kind of style of eating. Um, but I think that has a lot to do with the fact that it's like a big change from the previous style that I was eating. Like I was eating meat and animal products and that kind of stuff. Uh, whereas I went into being, I kind of, I was in a plateau at that point too. And then, you know, I switched it up and it was kind of a shock to my system where I was only eating vegetables. I, I, I feel like I ate pretty healthy, really plant-based, um, like whole food driven. Um, and I was really cutting, like, I really didn't have much, um, of the fake stuff. Like I didn't have any, like, there's like so many things that are vegan that are like not good for you at all. Like you can go, to McDonald's or Taco Bell and get something veganized, you know what I mean? So I think that some people think, oh, it's vegan, it's like, it's dairy-free, that means it's healthy, you know? It doesn't. <laughs> but anyways, um, I forget what I was even talking about, but I mean, it could have been the fact that it was, I was plateauing, it was a shock to my system, I was eating significantly lower in calories because I was just eating vegetables, and, um, you know, vegetables are a lot less calorically dense than animal products, um, to some degree. Like, I mean, I, there's exceptions everywhere. Right. But, um, I think that the weight loss also had to do with the fact that I was losing a lot of muscle mass because I had a huge decline in the amount of protein that I was intaking. Because again, you're, you're vegan. It's not impossible to get your protein by any means. Like you can definitely get protein, adequate protein, whatever on a plant-based diet, but it's harder. <laughs> and I feel like that is, you know, not arguable. That is a fact. Like, it's harder to get your protein in. People go vegan for all sorts of reasons. Um, I think that the two main kind of categories are either ethical reasons or health reasons. So, ethically, you know, like, for the animals and uh, climate, what else? Like, the environment and stuff like that, which is cool. Like, you do whatever works for you, right? Um, and then for health reasons, 
some people think it's I believe it's a healthier way to eat it might be for you it might not um but I also think that a lot of people me included sometimes um follow blindly and <laughs> I, I know a bunch of people who went vegan after watching Netflix documentaries that use bias research and play with words to twist the truth so just be careful do your research and listen to your body because it's not just because it's hot and trendy and all the cool people are doing it doesn't mean it's right okay and again i'm not against veganism whatever um i think i made that clear um after veganism i shifted into eating uh, like a paleo based diet which uh is also known as like a caveman diet um pretty much it's just cutting out all processed foods so not eating um like any like chemicals and artificial sweeteners artificial foods like like nothing that was like made in a lab essentially so you want to eat meat um what else like good quality meats seafood veggies um but you also um don't eat any food that contains dairy grains soy um and i think the reason behind that is that they cause inflammation and i think the paleo diet is kind of there to aid in inflammation. I don't really know for sure. I just, whatever. Um, I really like this style of eating. I really do. And I think that it's the most sustainable because you can still have carbs. You can still have like sugars, natural sugars, like maple syrup, honey. You can still eat meat and fish, um, but you're just absorb. Um, sorry, you're just avoiding all the chemicals, preservatives and all the crap that they put in processed foods, um, which is how everyone should be eating. In my opinion, like, I feel like we should, avoid processed foods as much as possible i mean i know it's kind of hard on an ongoing basis and i'm definitely not perfect like i am between diets or i don't know whatever i'm just uh not in the best state right now in terms of my diet um but i did notice like a lot of weight loss from the paleo diet i was on it for a few months um i felt overall like amazing I felt great levels of energy. I was happier, which is really cool. Um, so I would definitely recommend it. I feel like that is the diet that I recommend. So I have people that come to me because I have lost a significant amount of weight. And I do, I'm at least in my small group of friends, I'm kind of, I mean, this is just my, my perspective. I'm kind of known for being into like the health game and stuff like that. And I do a lot of research. I follow a lot of people um in that industry so a lot of people come to me and I, that's what i always recommend to my friends family whatever whoever asks me i say i think paleo is the best thing because it's pretty it's a pretty well-rounded diet okay so now we're going to talk about how i lost 198 pounds 200 pounds some people always just tell me just round up i don't feel like i deserved to round up because i didn't hit the 200 mark yet but um Anyways, after trying multiple diets, some of these ones that I mentioned, like I've done before and after this weight loss, but that's besides the point. Um, when I was 20 years old, I decided, okay, I need some help. Like, I, I, I'm not losing this weight. I weighed 410 pounds. Um, you know, that's probably more than double than half of the people my age. Or, sorry, that's probably more than double than the anyone my age. Um my weight held me back from a lot of stuff. Like I didn't want to do fun things that involved like physical activity. Cause I didn't want to be like 
judged for not being able to do like you know perform at the same level as other people and I didn't go swimming because I didn't want to take my shirt off I didn't go on roller coasters because I didn't I couldn't fit I still don't go on roller coasters because I'm scared but I wouldn't have gone that because I was just like no there's no way I'm going to be embarrassed for not being able to fit on a roller coaster being too heavy or whatever and even like one time at school I was sitting in like a common area and I broke a chair and that was like the most embarrassing thing ever and obviously it was because I was fat like (laughs) god you know um and even going to the gym and stuff like that I was just like everyone's gonna look at me um so I decided to make a doctor's appointment I talked to my doctor and I asked him to refer me to a bariatric program in my city so bariatric surgery is gastric bypass surgery um, and there's a couple, a few different kinds of gastric bypass. The one that I had is called Roux-en-Y gastric bypass, and it's the most invasive and most effective form of the surgery. Um, they go in laparoscopically, and they cut a tiny egg-sized stomach um, out of your existing stomach. So they're bypassing the rest of the stomach. I think that's why it's called a gastric bypass. And then they're like rearranging your intestines and all that kind of stuff. I don't really know the technical aspects of it um but that's essentially what it is and this was probably both the best and worst thing that i've ever done um i mean it's what made me lose all that weight quickly too um but and i guess like it came off easy i guess because you know i physically couldn't eat like it, my stomach was the size of an egg like i'm not over exaggerating that's kind of like the shape that they use um, and I could probably eat like three bites at a time and I would be full and in pain and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was kind of rough because I was throwing up every day for like a month and a half. I couldn't eat anything. You have to avoid using straws. You have to avoid carbonated beverages. You can't smoke, you can't drink, which I didn't really do either of those things to begin with that much um you're not supposed to have caffeine you're not like you know can't do a lot of things that normal people can do um and it's just it's just tough you know and i was going through it alone um and struggling with food addiction like it's hard when you have that physical barrier of like your stomach being so tiny that you cannot eat but you love the taste and you want to eat more and you know i pushed it a little bit too much a few times um which I I mean, it's something that I worked on and I'm still working on and I've gotten better. You know, I kind of go back and forth. But anyways, um, I got past all of that, which is great. Um, It's been three years. Actually, yesterday was my three-month surgery. (laughs) So it's been three years since I I got the surgery and I'm very happy I did. Like, I would have done it again for sure, you know, even though I have faced other obstacles and still kind of do. Um... I would definitely do it again, but, um, it opened the gates to some deep issues, um, that I never really dealt with before, despite being like so big and whatever you would think that I would have like a lot of issues with like confidence and stuff like that, which I did, but I feel like after the weight loss, there were more issues with body dysmorphia, which is when you like look at yourself and you, you, your body is distorted. Like it looks different. So for me, I knew that I lost almost 200 pounds but I in the like the image I saw in the mirror was just like the 400 pound person like I I didn't feel like I looked any different which is crazy and no one understands I mean there obviously are people who struggle with that I know that but like just the people I would talk to no no one really understood what I meant so you know 
it was kind of tough. Um, there's also the loose skin because when you lose a lot of weight, especially when you lose it fast, you're left with a lot of loose skin. And I still have it. It sucks. I hate it. Like I literally hate it. It's just there, and it kind of covers like the progress you make. Uh, you've made so it's like yeah, I lost weight, but I can't. I don't really know exactly what my body looks like. You know what I mean? Like what it should look like without the skin. So that's crappy. I could get the surgery. I definitely could. Um, it's just uh, something you have to pay for, and it's also kind of scary. Like you know, surgery is not that fun. And I also struggled with, um, you know, never being satisfied. I would like weigh myself every single day, which don't do if you are trying to lose weight, if you're whatever, if you're just in to that kind of stuff, do not weigh yourself every day. Like it's, it'll make you crazy. I, I was crazy. I would get on the scale every morning and then I would pee and then I would go weigh myself again. Then I would go to the like number two and I would go weigh myself again. Then I would like eat something and weigh myself again. And then just repeat. It's just, it was just crazy i was like manic about that and i was like never satisfied i was like oh i need to lose more like i didn't hit the 200 yet i didn't this you know um and my, my original goal i think my original goal was like to lose 100 pounds or lose i don't know i think my, my original goal was to like fit in an extra large shirt which might not sound like an amazing goal to some people but i was wearing like a 5x you know i was like i want to be able to shop in a regular store i want to go to the mall and find clothes which I've met that goal. I'm at that goal right now. I can fit into an extra large. I can fit into a large and sometimes a medium, which is cool. Um, but, you know, my weight has fluctuated. And there is that. Um, I was also one of the youngest people to even ever get gastric bypass, at least in my area. Like, my doctor said he's never referred to anyone my age at all. And even my surgeon, like all that. So I had a hard time relating to the people that were in the program with me because it's kind of like um you go to you go to classes it's kind of a group thing for a little bit but I was always alone because I like to do things alone but I wish I would have brought my friends and family for support because then I feel like they would have understood things better anyways um but I was the youngest person there and everyone was like old and like had diabetes and fat and like whatever which is fine like I'm not judging anyone but I just didn't relate to them in any way other than we we're there for the same reason um but overall, like, I'm pretty, I'm grateful. I'm, it's getting better. Like, I do see myself and I'm happy with the way I look these days. Um, it's, you know, a, it's, pro, it's a work in progress. Like, I still, everyone has their good days and bad days. But overall, I, I'm amazing. I feel, sorry, I feel amazing. I'm very happy. I would do it again for sure. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to come across like I'm not looking for sympathy or attention but um i think that it's a good to be kind of open and vulnerable about things that you've gone through and i feel like a lot of people go through the same things but we don't talk about it too much so if this helps anyone going through any kind of any similar obstacle hopefully it like hopefully i can do that at least you know um anyways i want to wrap this up um i decided to call this episode diet starts monday because I personally, and I know a lot of people, make a lot of excuses saying, okay, it's the weekend, I'll start my diet on Monday, I'll just, I'll do it next week, I'll do it, you know, New Year's, whatever. Um, and I noticed that that never, for me, works. And for a lot of people I know, that doesn't work, like doing it, oh, I'm going to start on Monday, you know? You need to just stop and do it now. Like the power of now is very, very powerful. Um, there's actually, I think there's a book called The Power of, yeah, I'm literally looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah. Practicing the Power of Now by, I can't read, I don't know, Tolly? The last name's Tolly, I think. Toll? Whatever. Um, 
but yeah, like when whenever I started something now, whether it be with diet, whether it be like, okay, I'm going to like get my shit together with school. Um, whenever I started it now, like not like, okay, next semester, not next week. I saw such great results. Like everything was just like, okay, you're in it. Let's do it. We're not going to put it off another couple days, another week or whatever. So I think that we need to stop making excuses. I think I'm speaking more so for myself, but I th- I'm sure people can relate. Stop making excuses. There shouldn't be a specific schedule for your lifestyle with respect to diet and that kind of stuff. Like you should constantly be striving to be the best version of yourself. Um, and, you know, whether it's through school, diet, work, or whatever makes us who we are, like just do yourself a favor and start now rather than making up an excuse and saying, okay, I'm going to do it next week because it just kind of works better because it's Monday, you know. So no more diet starts Monday. Um, mindset is so important when it comes to your diet. You need to be in a good headspace. You got to be kind to yourself. You have to understand why you want to eat healthy, why you want to lose weight and make it more than just the aesthetic reason, you know, um, because that's when we put pressure on ourselves and that's when we compare ourselves to other people. And that that can be toxic for a lot of people. So understand that you are doing it to nourish yourself, to make you feel happier, um, whatever, stuff like that. Um, closing. <laughs> Diets are not one size fits all. Um, don't get fixated on labels. Don't follow whatever your friends are doing. Don't do it because it's trendy or whatever YouTuber you idolize is following a diet or eats this way or whatever. Um, just don't worry about other people. Do what works for you and do it now. Don't wait until Monday. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for listening. Talk to you in the next one. I hope this made sense and I hope you enjoyed it. Bye.